Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. 25 degrees, snow flurries, and maybe some snow showers this afternoon. And we are going to have a little bit of a warm up uh, overnight tonight and tomorrow. But as are all warm ups, short lived. Great to have you with us today. Uh, because of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday yesterday, we have no reports from either the state or Jackson County on uh, COVID numbers. But I thought I'd bring you up today on our vaccination Ooh, rate. Good, I'd love to hear those. Uh, and first, I can tell you about our COVID numbers. Uh, it's everywhere. Yeah. There you go. I feel the uh, uh, in the last week, um, we've had over um, 6,200 tests, and that's not counting the drugstore tests, 6,200. Uh, we have a positivity rate in Jackson County of 32.68%, 32, one out of three um, positive, fully vaccinated, age five and up, 53.8%, fully vaccinated, age 12 and up, 58.4%, and fully vaccinated 18 plus, 60.8%. So they're going up, they're inching up. People are still getting yeah. vaccinated. Um, so I think we're all in kind of the same uh, boat where we're, every day we're, we're hearing, oh, so-and-so has COVID, mm -hmm. so-and-so has COVID. This school shut down. So it's definitely uh, spreading around. The, the good news is it definitely seems to be milder and affecting those that are vaccinated uh, very, it's a very limited, limiting, limited disease. It, it's mm -hmm. not uh, hurting those that are vaccinated um, as much as it was in the past. Uh, yeah. I thought, um, you know, the vaccination rate, I was curious um, to see what a high vaccinated country was doing. Uh, Singapore, 90% vaccinated. They have 5.7 million residents, 5.7 million residents. They've had an average of one COVID death per day in December, one COVID death per day in January. Really? Yeah. And how do they do that? Vaccination. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, it's, uh, it's starting to feel like with this new variant, um, you know, it's the symptoms are really cold symptoms, right? I mean, it's that's more a throat like a phlegm uh, thing than yeah. a chest. Uh, yeah. So it, it does resemble common cold mm -hmm. and, um, you know, you're seeing it's that time of year where um, every child you run into has a stuffy nose mm -hmm. that that doesn't change. Um, so it's kind of making it making its way through. And I really don't know. Uh, I don't think we can really stop it. Actually. Everyone's going to want a COVID <laughs> test. And here's some good news. Starting tomorrow, you'll be able to get a free COVID test uh, mailed to you what from brand? the federal government. Now, if this works like um, the like the uh, stimulus health.gov uh, <laughs> website or anything else uh, federal government related good luck um, my prediction it will crash 100 <laughs> percent. i guarantee guarantee brandon i'm gonna put you in charge of this you try and order one i guarantee you can't order one i'll give you a full day there's no chance you can get one ordered okay and i don't think anyone will because you're right it will crash mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to get reimbursed for some of these crappy tests I've been buy buying at pharmacies from the federal government. How much do they cost? I don't know, anywhere between nine and thirty dollars. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, I'd like to get my money back on that. Mm. I wonder if there'll be some type of uh, we save the box tops from our COVID <laughs> tests and and we return those into our uh, accountant at tax time. Oh, good idea. <laughs> but could. they're all different <laughs> brands. You know, it's like hard to build brand loyalty in the COVID 
test space because they're all different. I don't trust them. I don't know. I don't know if I trust any of them either. <laughs> but I'm sure as heck buying them all. Uh, the Olympics. Uh, China will not be selling tickets to the upcoming Winter Olympics, so the stands will be empty again. And uh, athletes are being advised, don't bring your phones. Oh, come on. The Chinese are going to be spying on you. So we have a uh, Jackson native who will be heading to the Beijing Olympics. Mm -hmm. Stephen Camper has uh, been selected as... Uh, a member of the USA roster. So we'll need to tell uh, Wolf. I wonder if Steven will bring his phone. I'm sure he'll bring his phone. They're telling people to buy burner phones. Oh, well, come on. Yeah. Now, can you imagine, like, is his family going to be able to go? No. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Gosh, unbelievable. I think they should move the Olympics out of China. Actually, they're going to invite, uh, people will be invited to go, so it's possible that they will invite um, the families. Yeah. I would imagine they're going to invite the families. I know that there's probably a lot of athletes that are a little apprehensive about, um, you know, landing in another country's airport and then being tested for COVID, maybe getting it, and then uh, maybe having to stay in that airport for a month. Um, so mm -hmm. I know people, I know athletes are, are a little apprehensive about international travel, but congratulations yeah. to Stephen. That's uh, mm -hmm. uh, what a big honor. Yep. Just ask um, tennis players hoping to compete in the Australian <laughs> Open. That's right. Uh, he won't be able to uh, compete in the French Open. And it's likely he's going to lose his uh, Lacoste sponsorship. Who's that? Novak? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's, a, uh, it's kind of a funky thing what they're going through uh, in the tennis world right now. And then, of course, we have the uh, Chinese tennis player that's just up and vanished. Yeah. You know, which you're not even supposed to talk about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely amazing. I noticed it just got really quiet in here. Um, <laughs> hey, let's talk about Mark Schlissel. Mark Schlissel, the uh, University of Michigan That just perked Brandon right up. He's a Michigan State fan, so anything negative toward Michigan, he loves. So Mark uh, Schlissel was let go by mm -hmm. the Regents for an inappropriate relationship, inappropriate use of funds, and um, mm -hmm. the Board of Regents did release uh, emails and food orders from uh, President Schlissel. Pizza House. Pizza House, yeah. Could you, and his name was on it, you know? It says there's gonna be a to-go order for Mark Schlissel. Now that's fine that he would order from Pizza House, mm -hmm. but he was ordering for him and his lady friend, mm -hmm. not his wife. No, his yeah. wife apparently lives in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. So, okay. uh, the emails did reveal um, some interesting things about Mark Schlissel. Uh, he's, uh, he flies first class. Well, yeah. Everywhere. Of course. Why would, I mean, come on, duh. <laughs> I, if I was him, that's, I would only fly first class. He makes nearly a million dollars a year, but he is a horrible tipper. <laughs> he leaves just 10% uh, on average. What a, what a cheapskate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in his own hometown. <laughs> So yeah. now he was going to um, step down in the summer of 23, mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, he gets he gets off uh, a year earlier. Now you can go ahead and read the e the emails. Boring. They're not particularly. They're boring. Damning. It's not, yeah, you're not reading a uh, you're not going to be reading a, a smut novel that you'd pick <laughs> up from the uh, local party store. It is very very uh, very tame. But so, but he's gone. It's the straw that broke the camel's back. For sure. Because he had 
a lot of um, controversies. He's been criticized for how he's been handling COVID, uh, how he's handling all, handled all the uh, sexual assault and sexual harassment um, scandals on the Michigan campus. So um, he got a vote of no confidence from the faculty last year. So not a big surprise. This was just uh, wrapping it up. Yeah, he uh, will be able to keep his Delta medallion status, <laughs> though, as he uh, has accrued enough sky miles over his time as president. A lot of international travel as uh, president of a major university. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's good stuff. Um, did you watch the NFL this weekend? Watch which? The NFL. Uh, yes, all the blowouts. Yeah, it's kind of boring. It feels like this happens every few years where the first round is just blah. Um, and it kind of was that case. You know, we had one close game, a bunch of blowouts, and uh, looking forward to next weekend. Hopefully it gets a little more uh, competitive. And I know we have a lot of Matthew Stafford fans uh, here in Michigan because of his years with the Lions. Last night he passed for 202 yards as uh, he led uh, L.A. to a win over Arizona 34-11. to And that game was a blowout early on, and I'm surprised it ended up being that close by the time it was over. Not yeah, that close. First playoff win for Matthew Stafford, right? That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's too bad. Uh, you know, he was I think he was drafted in 2009, number one mm -hmm. overall, and um, had to wait until he was uh, traded to the... Rams to get his first win, so yep. typical uh, Lions fashion. But I know a lot of uh, a lot of Detroit fans do love Matthew Stafford. He did bring quite a bit of joy to Detroit. Yeah, his first ever first ever playoff win. Yeah. Well, uh, a lot of people count the uh, loss against Dallas in 2013 or 14 when the refs blew that game as uh, a win for Matthew Stafford. But officially, this is the first one. Mm -hmm. And Dallas blaming the refs for Sunday's loss. Shocking. Yes. I know. Yeah. Uh, Betty White, uh, her birthday would have been yesterday. She would have turned 100. And if you search Google for Betty White, uh, this came up. Uh, they played uh, the song, Thank You For Being A Friend, and Rose Petals descended across the page. Yeah, thank you for alerting your family to that last <laughs> night. So we were able to uh, Google Betty White. Yeah. Um, wow, she's just uh, continues to... Uh, just live on as an icon. America's right? grandma. That's right. It's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. I see there's a, no, a new Golden Girls show on Netflix. There was something made after Golden Girls. I didn't know about it, but I'm looking to get into that soon. Uh, yesterday, Nancy Reese told me that there was a Golden Girls marathon yesterday really? on one of the channels, but she can't stand to watch it. Really? Mm -hmm. huh. She loves Betty White, doesn't love the Golden Girls. It's Blanche. Yeah. I think it's always Blanche. Hey, did you hear about uh, the cost of oranges maybe going up? Up, yes. Yeah, so Florida has had their, or they're expecting their worst crop. Size going down. Size going down. Prices going up. Prices going up. Worst crop since World War II. So um, expect oranges to cost a little bit more. Now, uh, the United States may get some of their supply from Mexico. Uh, to help bridge the gap, but expect to pay more for that fresh squeezed orange juice coming up this year, which is not a problem for me because I do not care for orange juice. Too much sugar. Uh, yesterday, Jackson College announced they've rescheduled the Martin Luther King Jr. celebration, which had been planned for this past Saturday night, and it is now on March 19th, a Saturday night at Vic Field Fieldhouse on the campus. Tickets now available. And they've added something. 
Uh, Paula Autry was, uh, and is going to be the uh, keynote speaker. Monica Pierce getting the uh, MLK Medal of Service Award. And they've added Larry Sumner Jr. to perform music. Awesome. Yeah. That should be great. That'll be worth the price of admission right there. So um, get your tickets. We've got um, the Michigan House not meeting this week because of COVID. Uh, Jason Wentworth, the House Speaker, last night announcing that uh, no, uh, too much COVID in the Michigan House. So no voting, uh, no meeting, no nothing. Uh, another week off for the Michigan House. So. Yeah. So I'm still anxious to see in a couple weeks, or really in, what is today, the 18th? So the 18th, 19th, 20th is around when our cases in the United States should crest because according to a lot of doctors, it's running out of people to infect. And I think locally we can kind of see that. Um, so it will be interesting to see the uh, case rates in the next couple of days. New York has already fallen as well. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see if, in fact, uh, the disease is running out let's of hope, people to Let's it. hope it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah uh, later today, um, later today um, tune in. Um, Dr. Gary Dandamudi uh, will be our guest this afternoon. And he's got some interesting uh, insight Mm -hmm. into the, the, the future of the um, pandemic. Yeah, you don't want to miss this. Yeah, you won't want to miss that. Yeah, I, uh, I saw a story out of Santa Clara where they uh, have determined that their levels of COVID uh, has just decreased by checking the wastewater mm -hmm. in uh, these counties. So I wonder if uh, they're, they're really the only one that I've followed that has been doing this um, over the last few months, but uh, that's a good sign, mm -hmm. definitely a good sign. So cities and counties are checking their wastewater for levels of COVID and it's down. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Today's show is brought to you by Jackson's Playhouse. You can sign up, join, get a membership at Jackson's Playhouse for just $10 a month. Fun, imaginative play at Jackson's Playhouse. They're located in the Ferguson Plaza near Knight's Steakhouse. Mm -hmm. um, I was following the uh, volcano in Tonga Mm -hmm. uh, that is just unbelievable. We have, uh, as you know, one of my high school teammates uh, was from Tonga. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we have some NASA. Do, NASA. Yeah, we have some lineage to Jackson. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, prayers for uh, their families uh, back in Tonga. Such a it's so hard to get to. Mm -hmm. I think it's like I think you fly to New Zealand and then it's maybe 12 hours from New Zealand. Wow. I remember him telling me about these flights and just thinking, oh my goodness. But um, yeah, terrible tragedy with the volcano there and communication is so bad on the uh, Tongan Islands that uh, the emergency workers are, are kind of blind right now as far as the rescue efforts go. Yeah, and the good news is it wasn't as bad as it they feared. Right. So. Um, here's another geological story on the beach of Lake Michigan at St. Joseph. Uh, because of the sand as it's blown up and freezes, it uh, makes uh, incredible wind sculptures. Photographer Joshua Nowicki posted this uh, photo he took of wind sculpted beach sand. And that's pretty cool. You see the lighthouse uh, Very cool. in the background. But if you wanted to drive over and see that um, today, it's gone. I mean, it, 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 they collapse in, in just minutes. So isn't that cool? That's an awesome yeah. picture. Yeah, awesome. Very cool. Um, let's get to some scores. Our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends at 
Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. There was one boys game last night, Jackson. They entertained Detroit Cast Tech and they fell 60 to 39. Competitive cheer. Springport High School finished fourth in the Big Eight at uh, Springport in competitive cheer. Some shots from last night's Jackson versus uh, Cast Tech game. Very uh, nice to have Cast Tech down in, uh, in Jackson playing a, a game on MLK Day. That was, uh, was great. Thanks to Austin uh, for taking photos. Boys Bowling, Columbia Central defeated Hudson. Hanover Horton defeated Vander Cook Lake. Comets were led by Jack Kittle with a 235 game. Lane Holda, 223. In girls bowling, it was Columbia Central over Hudson. Hanover over Vandercook Lake. Northwest finished fourth in their college prep tournament. In Hanover, they were led by Lana Gillian with a personal high 191. Hallie Curtis 191 and Katie Warren finished with a 183. And they had their best team game with an 805. On deck for tonight. Um, the one game that I will tell you about is canceled, and that's on the girls' side, and that's Michigan Center at Columbia Central. Uh, COVID issues are canceling that game on the Michigan Center side. We're going to have Harper Creek at Lumen tonight live. Um, our, our game schedule is fluid this week. We're still not sure where we're going to be Thursday, just due to all the COVID issues. But um, tonight we'll have Harper Creek at Lumen Christie live for you, and then we'll have uh, more this week, including live high school basketball on Thursday. We're just not sure which game we're going to bring you yet. So thanks for Recruit Specialized Staffing and all of our great sponsors for helping us bring you live high school sports again on JTV. Our job of the day being brought to you by Michigan Works Southeast. Michigan Department of Corrections is hiring, and they are starting the next academy for corrections officers uh, this month. Still time to get in, and you can uh, get uh, awarded bonuses. Uh, they have signing bonuses for registered nurses, mental health professionals, food service teachers. Immediate openings, visit governmentjobs.com slash careers slash Michigan slash MDOC, and get dedicated, reach success, begin your new career with the Michigan Department of Corrections right here in your town. That'd be cool, you all have to leave. Get a new job right here. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Who's on uh, today's show? Today we have Sarah Ermatinger from True Community Credit Union and Sarah will join us right after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Our first guest is from True Community Credit Union, Sarah Ermatinger. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. It's, uh, when I was getting ready uh, for the show this morning, I couldn't help but think that you guys probably have the smoothest merger in the history of mergers, well, as far as from the community yes. standpoint. Well, yes. <laughs> you know, it actually went really, really smooth. Um, you know, any merger, any change like that, of that scale, um, is bound to cause, you know, some hiccups here and there. But yeah, we got through it pretty well. So yeah, yeah from we the were on the other side. Community standpoint, um, it, 
it really seems like you guys just didn't miss a beat altogether. So. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, we tried really hard to make it seamless. Um, obviously, the members on the, the former true or CP side, you know, <laughs> yeah. haven't haven't been fully um, impacted. You know, we didn't have to move their accounts or do anything like that. But and then the Washington members have come alongside, and they're all on our system now, and so we're all happy campers. You got all the signage. Uh, it's like in the middle of the night, you went in and put a new uh, sign on the. Uh, True Community uh, Credit Union City Square at Horse Blackman Park. <laughs> it took a little while. <laughs> took a little while, but yeah. Um, and the good news is the, the bird nest that yeah. has been built It's not into? rebuilt. No. They haven't come back. They Maybe yeah. they don't have enough room in there in the T or something. <laughs> I don't did know. You, uh, when you were going through uh, the, the merger and rebranding, did you realize you had a, a lot more signs you needed to switch? <laughs> <laughs> in, you know, we'll get uh, I'll get a text every once in a while of a banner or some kind of small sign that's like I didn't even know it was there, yeah. or it became part of the landscape, and I'm like, oh, one in our parking lot. Really? The other day, <laughs> yeah. Chrissy was like, Hey, did you notice that there's a little tiny CP on that parking sign by your door, the marketing door? I'm like, No. <laughs> I was like, we'll get that changed, but it's like it just becomes part of the landscape. Yeah. But we got, we got, we did pretty well. There, I'm sure there are going to be ones that'll pop up, but Even, I think we covered um, most of them. Santa's mailbox got. Oh uh, yeah. that's right. Fixed. Yeah. Santa's mailbox got a little rebrand. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and that was just a year ago, wasn't it? It was January first. We amazing. became true. Yeah. yeah. So Happy we anniversary. Had. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, besides the uh, the merger, you had a you had a busy year. You we grew, did. You grew some more. We grew some more, yes. And so we added a new location in Vandercook Lake. Um, so we had that come online. Um, and we were able to do a lot with our schools. Um, mm-hmm. Even though we were kind of peeling off of COVID, um, we were able to come back and give $33,000 um, to our partnering schools as a celebration um, of kind of coming back and as saying, hey, we're still committed to you. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we gave back to 33 different schools in Jackson County, uh, you know, Calhoun, or not Calhoun, Ingham, and Washtenaw. So all those kind of the areas that we serve. Um, so we did a lot of cool stuff last year. Um, even though we were battling all the things that everybody else was battling, um, yeah. kind of coming off. Yes. For, I think 30 years. 30 years in financial 30 years, and years, and years yes. Yeah. Yes. I can't believe it's been that long. And I think I, I've shared with you in the past that my daughter is currently a membership advisor yes. at her school. Yes. So she is actively selling for you. She's a great. <laughs> she's doing great. Yeah. But it is cool. The kids get to learn a little bit of a responsibility, but they, they need to learn um, the value of a dollar. Yes. And I really think that's a good start. Yeah. And that's what we're just trying to do is make sure they understand how to, you know, save, share, and spend wisely. Yeah. Also, um, some life skills, you know, when they kind of do the, go through the process, the hiring process, interview mm-hmm. process, yep. you know, they know that they have to dress up and they have to get uh, letters of recommendation from their teachers. <laughs> um, and so it's kind of a neat thing that we do. It's one yeah. of my favorite things that we do. And they learn what a checkbook is. Checkbook, what's a checkbook? Well, they, um, we've, we've kind of had to switch that around, you know, because it's now that it's all attached to a card now, and all they know is mom and dad swipe a card, but they don't know where that money comes right, from. Right. They so. think, yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and they need to learn. And they need to learn that it just doesn't come out of nowhere. And it's, not, <laughs> it's attached to something. So, yeah. I yeah. actually was um, on duty as a, as a teller at um, Northwest for oh. um, banking day, credit union day. What do they call it? Uh, Life in the city, or was it one of our simulations? Or it was the kids were coming in; they were checking their balances. They yes. were making deposits. Yes. 
and we had to add it up two or three oh, times because right. yep. they were afraid I was going to make a mistake. <laughs> but it was pretty amazing. Uh, uh, yeah. With the with the pandemic, have you? The school's been able to return to some Yeah, of you know, some schools we're just working with and doing some remote things. Um, you know, we during the pandemic, we kind of had to toggle a little bit and figure out how to get those deposits. So we put in deposit boxes for those schools and would visit every once in a while to collect the deposits. Um, and now some schools are just, they just want to get back and they want us back. And so, you know, we're slowly getting back to our schools and getting mm -hmm. back into that routine um, where we were. And then... We're also looking at new ways to kind of look now that we've opened up this remote space. What mm -hmm. does that look like for us? You know, how can we t touch more and reach more um, mm -hmm. inside this remote space that mm -hmm. we've all adapted to? And we're kind of forced to adapt to a little mm -hmm. bit um, faster than I thought we were. So, Are the yeah. kids asking for cryptocurrency? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Wait for it. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. When I think when universities start accepting cryptocurrency as tuition... Uh, <laughs> payment that's when we'll all have to start to take a look if you haven't i think it's going to go away really no yeah, it's going to collapse and that'll be the end of it okay you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying a word <laughs> your guess is as good as mine <laughs> it just doesn't seem to me it doesn't seem sustainable that this can even exist so we'll see it's very Stay interesting tuned. yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. An Very NFT. There's another yeah, one. Yeah, I know. We need an NFT expert. So if you're an NFT expert, we'd like to have <laughs> you on the show. I think we have one here. <laughs> Probably. We do have a couple <laughs> NFT experts, but I don't know that they own any NFTs. So. Have you been to the new Vandercook branch? They I got to tell you. They have video uh, tellers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The they, whole area is just, it seems like, just really elevated. The road has been completed, the new mm -hmm. plaza with you guys. It's nice. Yeah, and we love being next to Big D. Not gonna lie, yeah. it's pretty nice. Our tellers are really oh, enjoying sure. that piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they love having uh, the coffee store next door. Too. Yes, yeah. of course. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's the first time we launched an ITM or interactive teller, or audio teller, or video teller, um, and so it's really cool because you can just do the same things you do in a drive-through. It's kind of like upgrading your drive-through without the pneumatic tubes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you can still do all the same things, but that teller can be anywhere at any of our That's locations cool. serving multiple people in multiple branches. Yeah. So it's a really great thing. Shortens your drive-through line, I assume. It yeah, can. it can. Yeah, it can. You know? Someone told me they took home one of those tubes by mistake. That happens. Really? Yeah, our two yes. That happens more than you think. Really? You, know, you just, just kinda set they it. They kinda in your front just seat. do put that and they take their stuff out and they're putting it in their purse and they set it down and then they drive away. Oh my goodness. And we're like, oh <laughs> we lost a tube. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> whoop, hilarious. Whoop, whoop. And we don't have any alarms or anything that go off. So you know, we just wait for them to figure it out and then they realize that's not something I really want to keep. Yeah, so they bring it back. They're really useless at home. <laughs> they're really not as cool, unless you're trying to play a teller. You know, when you were a little kid, you'd play yeah. like teller and grocery store. Other than that, it's really not that cool. Uh, True Community Credit Union has a special event coming up. We're yes. going to find out more about that as we continue with Sarah Ermatanger from True Community Credit Union right after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Sarah Matanger is with us from True Community Credit Union. She is Chief Experience Officer. And Sarah, you have an experience uh, called Taxes and Dough. We up. do. 
We do. We have a, um, an event called Taxes and Dough, January 25th at 6 p.m. Uh, at the Lean Rocket Lab. And what we are doing is just um, having a little workshop uh, to share some tips and tricks for filing your taxes. Um, we have Vita that's going to be there to answer any questions. We will help you kind of walk through the process, uh, look at deductions and exemptions, and just to make sure that you get the most out of your taxes. And we're also going to have um, a little bit of fun. So we're going to have some giveaways and pizza and pop. And then uh, the Fortress Cafe is going to have a specialty drink for us. Cool. I don't know what that is, but they always have some great things. And so. It's a free event, um, so we would love to have you RSVP and come on down and learn a little bit more and get comfortable with uh, filing your taxes. And so January 25th, 6 p.m., Lean Rocket Lab, and you can RSVP online at trueccu.com. Is there anyone who truly doesn't need help when it comes to tax time? <laughs> I, I don't know anyone. I don't know. That, other than a couple accountants, accountants that I know. But other than I that, I don't know anyone I'm never, who I'm always a little worried. Like, Me did, too. Did I do it right? Yeah. yeah. I need help. Yeah. We yeah. all need help. And yeah. with uh, some of the new COVID uh, taxes and deductions, uh, you really need help. Yeah. Yep. I just look at the little plastic uh, <laughs> tab with the arrow that says sign here, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even read it. Yeah. Well, that's, oh. That's not. Maybe we should give we, our. Maybe you should RSVP. Maybe. I think you yeah. should. For the pizza, anyway. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, Sarah, despite um, the pandemic, you guys continue to uh, have giving back in your DNA. You guys, charities, local organizations, you guys giving back so much to your members. Mm -hmm. um, talk a little bit about the culture and, and how you guys were able to continue to push strong and improve that culture during COVID times. So, actually, when we converted to True, we wanted to make sure that the name reflected who we were. And so, in the, you know, several years as CP Federal Credit Union, we made it a, a priority to give back to our members and give back to our community. We're just carrying that story on as True Community, and that was part of the reason why we chose that name. Mm -hmm. um, and so, as we continue on as True, uh, we continued to give our rebate back this year, our annual rebate. We gave over $500,000 back to our members. Um, and to our new members too. So welcoming aboard our new 6,000 new members from Washington wow. Federal Credit Union. They also got a taste of the rebate as well. Um, and then we continue to make sure that we are being very intentional in our giving in the communities that we serve. So now adding Washington into the mix and you know Ypsilanti area, we are being um, very intentional and looking forward to giving back to those communities and where we can plug in. And you guys are uh, one of the top uh, places to work in the state. Um, any jobs available over so, at yes. True? Yeah, we do. We have uh, several. Yeah. Um, we just had a, one that um, came on board online on Friday. Uh, and so it's an engagement, employee engagement specialist okay. type position. And so go online to look and see what is available. We have several different positions available. So we would love to have you join the True team. Um, yeah. yeah. So go on TrueCCU.com. Now, as chief experience officer, your uh, job title initials are also CEO. Do you just CXO? Use that? Oh, chief. That's the that's the thing. See, it's CXO. <laughs> I didn't know that. CXO. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because I don't want to be a CEO. No, <laughs> oh, there's a lot going on there with that, that job have, title. How long have you been at? I've been there 23 years. Wow. I celebrated my 23rd year um, on January 4th. Awesome. Do you remember your your first uh, day on the oh, job? Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. I was so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I was like, what am I doing here? I know nothing about credit unions. <laughs> I don't know what they're, they're going to figure me out and I'm going to be out in a week. 
Like they're gonna figure this out at some point. And it turns out they, they loved you and it was a great fit. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> but awesome. yeah, I, I still, I'm like, when are they gonna figure this out? Like, whoo, <laughs> <laughs> the jig, gig is up, people. Yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's been quite, a, quite an adventure, but I loved every minute of it. Good to see you. Happy yeah. anniversary on your uh, 23rd year. Thank last you. Last week. And thanks for being here today. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Sarah, you. Yeah, Sarah Hermitanger from uh, True Community Credit Union. Next up, we have the uh, board chair and the executive director of the Downtown Development Authority, Jackie Austin and Corey Mays join us after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Our show today is brought to you by Midwest Vehicle Group and owner Joey Badal, Midwest Vehicle Group is a quality pre-owned dealership serving you, me, everyone. You know who the best place, uh, or the, who the best uh, person to get is a 16-year-old car. Skip the, your 16-year-old uh, car, mm -hmm. uh, Midwest Vehicle Group. View their inventory online, and remember, when a great deal is a must, call the car guy you can trust. Thanks to Midwest Vehicle Group for helping us bring you today's show. Our guests from across the street, the uh, Downtown Development Authority, Board Chair Jackie Austin, and Executive Director Corey Mays. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. First, nice let me compliment you. the bow tie. It's <laughs> not a clip on. Thanks. No, no, you can't wear them if they're not first, the real deal. First try, second try, third try? Second try. Too. Okay, all right. But that's a fair, sometimes it's four or five tries, so today was a better day. He was sporting one at our uh, board meeting uh, last week. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I like it. I'm Thanks. on their board and uh, looking sharp. That, that's one of your uh, signatures, the bow tie. Well, um, oddly enough, my, my great uncle was an attorney and his wife made him a set when he was practicing. And so when he passed away about a decade ago, my cousin and I split up the set. And so he's an attorney and, and I do this. So we wear them from time to time and send each other pictures when we wear a good one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, awesome. I guess it's our nerdy yeah. side. I know who to call next time I have to have one tied. I'm not. I can't. I can't do it. I'm teaching my, my eight-year-old how to do it and he's close. So he That's can awesome. tie his own regular tie, but he's close to this one. That's so. that that's a good skill to learn. Yeah, as I can't do it. No. <laughs> He's pretty excited. Uh, well, it turns out uh, we have events in the winter. Our uh, first event is coming up, uh, and I think we are continuing the uh, art walks. Yeah, yeah. So we've been doing art walks for a few years now, and they're very successful. They're really fun. It's, it's a good opportunity for artists to bring their art out and people be able to, to buy from local artists. And this year we decided to switch things up a little bit. The last few years we've been doing them in like Mother's Day time and then one in the fall. The one in the fall, you know, it's, there's no holidays. So <laughs> we decided to switch it up and we uh, have moved it to Valentine's Day this year. Cool. So we have a Valentine's Day art walk for the first time. And we're excited to see how, how it goes. <laughs> Talk a little bit about the uh, Christmas season uh, we had here. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, few, a lot of it was fueled by the Our Town uh, gift certificate match program for the second year in a row, but really uh, during kind of the end of November and December, um, downtown was just hopping. It was great. <laughs> I love coming downtown and 
Consumers has been such a great partner the last few years. They surprised us in, what, 2020 with a, they did. Uh, here's some money to do, give away some gift certificates. And, and this year they did it again, and it was so, it's so great. It's really fun to be able to basically double people's money, and that's all money yeah. that's spent in downtown Jackson. So you know we were able to infuse uh, $150,000 into downtown through that program. Um, which is great. We love that. <laughs> oh, is the fire pit working right now? <laughs> <laughs> it was working during Christmas in the city. I haven't tested it today. That'll have to run by. But no, I mean, as Jackie said, it was great. We had, you know, the chance to sell those matching gift certificates, which is wildly popular. And at the same time, our retailers came together and we had you know, free coffee and some llamas and alpacas and lots of great sales mm -hmm. and live music. And it really became a great family-friendly event. And, and downtown was packed all day. Uh, it, it really was something we'd, uh, we hadn't tried before. And we've already made plans with our retailers to do it again. The uh, Food Truck Tuesdays, are, that's one of my favorite events. Um, it just kind of, it just gives downtown just a, a big shot of energy and it's cool seeing everyone walking around and the amount of food trucks. Um, will that be back again next year? Yes. <laughs> I think we'd be we'd, uh, oh. get in so much trouble if it wasn't. Yeah. I've already got food truck drivers uh, sending me emails. When can I sign up? When yeah. when is that? Got a couple new trucks that contacted me last week that look really interesting that we might add to the schedule. Yeah. So um, the, the, we've got a list of, I don't know, 35 or 40 food trucks that we can rotate. Wow. Yeah, you wouldn't think it's that many, but we get calls from all over the city. Hey, I heard you've got a food truck list. Can I have it? Or I'm having a thing. Can you give me your top five? And yeah. so we'll regularly parse the list out uh, and you know, send some suggestions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and people are finding out that we kind of keep this master master list, and uh, and it's all top names from you know in in Jackson and really in the surrounding areas. We don't really stray too far. So, um. yeah, I think um, Tiki Sam's, as we just saw, and Grand River uh, Brewery are uh, big draws. But it's amazing, Jackie. If we tried to do this 15 years ago, we would. We no, I, well, we had conversations uh, about it 10 years ago, and <laughs> just had no interest at all. And then, you know, I think downtown has really developed so amazingly over the last 10 years with the the updating of Michigan Avenue, all the beautiful parks we have. There are not that many downtowns in the world where you can go and see this huge park and be able to set up food trucks or have events mm -hmm. and things like that. So it's really amazing that our downtown is set up the way that it is because it gives us the opportunity to try new things. And uh, business owners and, and restaurant owners, they're all on board with all this, which is great. 100%, yeah. It's, yeah. it's great to work with the, the downtown retailers and their retailers are growing. You know, 10 years ago, we didn't have any downtown mm -hmm. and we've got great ones now. So, and then I always say we have the best food. <laughs> you yeah. cannot go wrong with any of the restaurants we have in downtown. Yeah, summer is really uh, the, the season for the DDA because in addition to the Food Truck Tuesdays, uh, we've got car shows. Um, what are some of the events um, of, uh, of the summer? Well, as you mentioned, we've got car shows, right? First Friday, or not first Friday, fourth Friday of every month. And th those are you know, huge events that we've done for so long. People come to expect them, and we're able to grow them you know, every year. Uh, last summer, we added uh, a really fun event in August where we partnered with Paws in the Park and did some kind of boutique shopping and some live music. We called it Summerfest, and it was really, really fun for the first go around. So I think we'll look at uh, maybe adding that again this next year, depending on how the retailers feel about it. Really, it's, it's finding ways to partner with our retails and restaurants and make sure that they feel supported in the things that 
that we're doing. You know, if we're doing an event, we want to make sure that it's, you know, if we're going to close streets and have that kind of an impact on our downtown partners, it has to be beneficial to them, right? It has to be something that welcomes people into the community and, and you know, increases their bottom line and showcases the wonderful things that downtown has to offer. Ah, oh, there's some great video. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, this just, is the best. Right? I, I just really stood at that pool for just about an hour. <laughs> you don't know why you'd be so enamored watching a dog jump off of a grass dock, but. Because you normally don't get to do that right, in the town you so live. Fun. Right. That's why. Right. Uh, well, it was really cool to have this huge pool in the yeah. middle of downtown. We've cool. never done that before, so. Yeah, it, it was your, definitely really Jackie, neat. did your dog? Oh, gosh, tour? no. Millie, <laughs> Millie would be just all legs. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a Great Dane sport. No. <laughs> or or a, a, a pug sport. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Is that your dog, Andy? Yeah, no, our, I think our dogs met at a dog park once, and yep. it didn't go well for <laughs> my dog. Quite but your dog's kind of a chicken, too, right? She is. Yeah. Oh, she, your dog scared her to death. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. We had yeah. a new event last year, uh, the Chili Fest. Chili, uh, Fall Fest and Fall Chili Fest. Classic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was, you know, we had, we had been talking to uh, Jamie McKibben before his passing about what it would look like to bring the Chili Cook off downtown. Uh, it was something that he'd been really interested in, and, uh, you know, he passed away so suddenly. And, and, and the radio station came back to us after that and said, you know, we'd really like to kind of refresh this idea. And, and, and it became a really great partnership and uh, you know kind of get a little teary-eyed when you think about it right but uh, it was really neat to bring that together and get together with the radio station and what came to be was really this incredible event you know we had you know 50 odd chili vendors and another 40 or 50 pop-up vendors on top of that and then of course we had this amazing family area with games and bouncy houses and pumpkin painting and petting zoos and and uh, it really became this event I think we brought in north of 4,000 people that day and that was the first effort uh, and the weather wasn't perfect. It was dry, but boy, it was windy. It was windy. windy. <laughs> wow. yeah, wind down, you know, wind down yeah. between Avenue. Those tents are flying. Yeah. So we've got a date picked for this coming year. We'll be doing it on um, Saturday, October 1st. So a little bit earlier, hoping cool. the weather cooperates a little bit better. And I, you know, we're planning to incorporate um, not just one concert, but as I understand, perhaps two main stages. Nice. And fireworks, I think, are again on the uh, on the table uh, as we plan this event. So. Nice. We're pretty excited to see, uh, you know, what more we can do, how we can grow that event, expand the footprint a little bit, and bring in more family-friendly activities. And the radio station is a great partner. So, cool. if uh, how, if folks want to inquire about having their event downtown or partnering with you, what's the best way to go about that? Easiest is to contact Corey. <laughs> so every event in the city of Jackson, you have to do a special event application if you mm -hmm. want to use public service or public facilities. And so Corey will walk you right through the process. It's actually fairly simple. And we've got a new form, which I love. I'm a forms person. I don't know why I'm such a big nerd about forms, but I. <laughs> we appreciate that form that we did, though. It's really wonderful. So it actually just really walks you through. It's a great event planning uh, tool. Cool. And so we can help you with that and help you learn what you need to know about doing an event. Uh, um, Gus Macca, they've already announced they're back. They are. The third weekend of July. Um, they're moving some of the tournaments around, choosing uh, some new court locations on and off Jackson and Michigan, kind of redoing the footprint a little bit um, to have a different impact on the business community. Um, should be a really great event. They, they are early planners, which we appreciate, <laughs> and that's just a phenomenal event for downtown. Yeah, I think they... Uh have committed to uh, multiple years, actually. They, they usually do, I think, three years at a time, and this would probably be the first of the next cycle. Mm -hmm. So yeah. hopefully hopefully it continues. It's a great event for downtown. I uh, 
love volunteering for it. I, I haven't been able to the last couple of years because I'm involved uh, with the Jubilee now, yeah. <laughs> which is the same weekend. Yeah. Um, but you can go to Gus Macker downtown and then come out to the Jubilee in the evening. <laughs> it's just so. great to see the activity, right? You've got people playing ball. I, I, I regularly see the folks from Castler Hardware come out and just jump on the court across the street with their grandkids <laughs> and shoot. It's wonderful to see. Just our, uh, you know, our business owners come out and kind of embrace that event and be part of it. And you know, you see families and kids running around and dogs getting walked and, you know, lots of police officers bopping around on golf carts. Everybody smiling and having a great time. It, it's, we need, it's fantastic. Uh, more Hawaiian ice trucks. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just need one more Hawaiian ice truck and we'll be good to go. I love some good Hawaiian ice, but yes. we should get some on the show. We should. Yeah. Have we you should. ever invited them to the show? I'm sure they would uh, set up shop right up front. And well, well, I think we. Uh, we definitely waited in line once. Right? <laughs> yeah, it was that. a long line. <laughs> uh, the Pops, uh, JSO, had their Pops co uh, concert back in the park, and that was unbelievable turnout, beautiful night, awesome concert. And I think for a lot of people, this was the first thing to be back at. And it was um, probably a record uh, audience. It, it was pretty packed that night. If I, I don't, I don't do account, but you know, you said the first thing to be back at. We heard that a lot over the summer, right? Jackie, yeah. people would come up to register at the car show. Oh, it's so good to be back. Yeah. Or it's so good to get my car out of storage again. Mm -hmm. Or I'm happy to happy to meet my buddies down here. And uh, you know, there was a whole lot of that. There was right. a, just a really good positive vibe that we hadn't well, seen. And in most a while. of our events are outside because we want to show off the downtown. Right. So that for us was good because you could be outside and safe yeah. and and still socially distance and things like that. So we were able to bring back events that um, maybe some other organizations couldn't because they didn't have the, the same structure that we do, which when, is great. When you guys plan your summer uh, personally, do you have to look at all the activities that you've planned for the community mm -hmm. before you actually <laughs> take any time off? I uh, have a, I, one of my Google calendars is community events. So I'm sure that's full. <laughs> I put them all on there. <laughs> but thank, thank you guys for giving us so much to do here in Jackson. It's it's been a lot of fun and really uh, so uh, un with all the unknown it was it was great seeing all the community events downtown and felt like normal yes it did which is great your support is huge too right every time we have an event you guys have got someone out there with cameras in fact a lot of times Bart's you bopping around <laughs> on Saturday with coffee in one hand and the camera in the other hand just the support that you provide and, and the outreach and you know we can you know, see 50 pictures, you know, two days later from our event, and that's just, it's, it's huge, right? It, the community support that you show, and then, of course, that reminds people, hey, these events are out there, and it brings more people in the next time. So we really appreciate that partnership. Well, thank you. Thanks for that, and thanks for being here today. Absolutely. <laughs> Jackie Austin and Corey Mays from the Jackson Downtown Development Authority. More of the morning show after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Good news, concert goers. We don't have to say DTE anymore. But you probably didn't say it anyways, did no. you? You know, nobody liked that name change. Pine Knob is officially back as Pine Knob, and uh, there's some sponsors underneath. But DTE's 20-year contract is gone, and uh, Pine Knob is back. I never liked the name change of Detroit Edison to DTE Energy. 
It's a lot like when consumers change their name to CMS Energy. It's yeah. a it's or a M I Michigan Speedway soup yeah. of letters that mean nothing. But yes, a lot of the artists like James Taylor, he says, you know what? I never stopped calling it Pine Knob, and a lot of us didn't either. So they will celebrate their fiftieth year I as know, Pine Knob. I know every once in a while you uh, get in the kitchen and cook, and now we have the Lodge Cast Iron Skillet people. They've created the world's largest skillet. Mm. It was uh, actually seen. Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> being transported down the highway in Tennessee this weekend. It's on its way to becoming an attraction at the soon-to-be Lodge Cast Iron Museum in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Wow. Hmm. That is one big skillet. That's one big skillet. Hmm. I question whether it's really made out of cast iron because I, I think it would be too heavy. Yeah, I don't know why people do this stuff. That's so ridiculous. So um, it looks like maybe, where is it going to be? Tennessee? Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. I think they have a great wolf lodge there if you want to kill two birds with one stone. Lodge Museum, Great Wolf Lodge. <sighs> That's really not on my list of things to do. I've always wanted to see the world's largest uh, ball of yarn. What movie did they see that in? Do you remember? No. Oh. Okay. Well, that's on my list of things okay. to do in 22. <laughs> Who's on uh, the show tomorrow? Tomorrow morning, we have Jeff Bontrager from Northwest Schools, and we're going to have Christy Dillon, who is parent liaison at Middle School at Parkside. And as you know, Christy won the John Harrington Woman of the Year Award. Later today on your show, Dr. Gary Dandemudi, Reverend James Hines, Steve Trozen, Dave David Barker, meet the staff. Holy cow, tune into that. And Tony Hollow with Evan Struck. That's all for this morning. We'll see you this afternoon.